Hey listeners, it's Morgan from H Industries. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I'm reading through the concept paper, Reusable Interorbital Transport. Now, this was originally published in November 2019, so it's a little bit old by now. The thinking and quite a few of the details have evolved a reasonable bit. You'll be able to see this article available on Medium in its original form. We are on the verge of cost-efficient orbital entry, with the number of launch service providers and reusable rocket systems growing rapidly. Rockets are effective at creating tremendous thrust to push through the atmosphere and escape. However, this is not as cost or energy efficient for movement in the vacuum of space. All the pieces are in place for an alternative transport system that is a cheap and efficient way to travel between planetary orbits. This is driven by particle accelerator electromagnets and drone-swarming technology applied in high-Earth orbit satellites. This innovative combination of known technologies will build a sustainable, reusable, and mass-producible interorbital transport system capable of establishing itself in orbit at any destination, transporting any cargo. Brackets, except people. To break the cost barrier that has prevented interorbital transport development, a slower but more cost-efficient solution than using rockets to travel between planetary orbits is proposed. Reusable interorbital transport is as inevitable tomorrow as it is inconceivable today. We live in a world where railguns and laser weapons are developed by the US Navy, where self-driving cars are a matter of when, not if, and where mobile phones provide access to a globally linked knowledge store of our entire species' accomplishments. Science fiction is increasingly becoming science fact, and the right confluence of technologies can enable an idea once thought to be as impossible as wagons without horses. Interorbital transport systems are written about in uncountable science fiction novels. Is it so surprising that a combination of existing technologies could be used to build one of these fictional systems in reality? Drone swarming videos and electromagnet research papers with engineering textbooks lead to the conclusion that this is entirely achievable today. Innovation does not always require us to build something new. It can be as simple as using something we already have in a different way. The foremost reason for developing an interorbital transport network is simply survival. Currently, our diverse species is populating multiple continents, but only a single planet. Global warming is a planet-wide issue that we must face together, and it will not be the last planetary risk that we must address. It is a simple risk assessment to see that another global threat will emerge eventually, and currently all our eggs are in one basket. By choosing to divest our species across multiple planets, we are not conceding defeat on global warming. Instead, we will address the climate change threat on two fronts to ensure our survival. The first space race accelerated computing and materials technology. With the maturation of those fields, we must address the human requirements that cheap and efficient interorbital transport brings. The next space race will come full circle to improve our agriculture as we move towards Martian colonization. Increasing the number of people on long interplanetary journeys will drive further development in vertical farming, self-sustaining biomes, and lab-manufactured meats. These advances in agricultural technology will be cost-driven, however will increase food production and availability here on Earth. To get there, the railway of interorbital cargo shipping must be laid first. 
Mass-producible satellites swarming together can build maneuverable launch platforms using high-strength superconductive electromagnets, initially designed for particle accelerators. Each satellite releases a pulse of energy that is harnessed by the swarm's layered structure and combined to act as a high-powered spring capable of launching and receiving any payload. This innovative combination of known technologies will be used to take our next step, efficient freight transport between planetary orbits. Creating any new destination for interorbital travel is as simple as launching a series of satellites to the desired destination where they will self-organize. The potential for rapid expansion is groundbreaking, and Mars will be the first destination. Cheap cargo transport between planets is the key to propelling us forwards and an opportunity identical to the railway-driven growth of colonial America. This trend is evident at many points in history. Expansion of transport and resource availability led to ever greater numbers of people traveling for work, opportunity, and tourism. Expansion generates demand for products across a wider area, and providing an infrastructure network to meet that demand can build towns and expand cities. Reusable atmospheric rocket systems and mass-producible interorbital transport will drastically drive down the cost of crossing the void. Efficient delivery of cargo and people will establish new markets at frontier locations with a dependent demand for product and services initially. Cheap cargo transport combined with rapid human transport are the required elements to achieve our next step. This mirrors the use of railroads for cargo while cars were used for people. No one else has proposed a slow, cheap cargo transit service for interorbital transport. This is a significant gap in the market that has tremendous potential. Cheap outsourcing of transport from Earth to interplanetary orbit allows people and businesses to look off-planet. Simultaneous development of cheap orbital entry and interorbital transport gives us a far greater reach. By developing this capability using cargo, we prepare for the next stage of expansion, exploration and colonization. The benefits are tremendous, and the risks of global warming may soon be mitigated. If work began tomorrow, it is projected that the first customer journey could commence at the end of year five. The first year will validate system function and finalize the satellite design. The second year will refine software, manufacturing, and testing. The third, validating operational procedures with test swarms before Martian orbital deployment begins. The fifth year will see the first return test flight and expansion of the first Martian swarm to operational readiness. This is a condensed, costly, but achievable time to market. There is a low risk of manufacturing delays as the required components are not new. This means the majority of delay risk will be in operational testing and design iteration. We then aim to expand the number of swarms and destinations to a market-leading capability. A gradually ramping launch schedule will see this project generate a profit in its fifth year of flight operations. The high upfront capital is offset by the minimal operating costs in the same manner as many mining operations. This will serve as scientific projects, supply delivery missions, and mining venture establishment before and during crewed exploration missions. This cost-efficient alternative to faster, more expensive rockets is for non-critical endeavors like the railroads of yore. Reaching Mars is achievable today with our current technology. 
The barrier is simply cost. Progress is driven by breaking these cost barriers, and if orbital entry and interorbital transport can be delivered together effectively, what's next?